0: Hello, my name is John Hacker, and this is episode 10 on Hacking Life with John Hacker. So last episode, I talked a little bit about emotional blind spots and how, for me personally, I had one for a while that made it difficult to integrate advice, even if I would listen to it, and maybe a bit more stubborn that was probably healthy. Though I... Do have a healthy appreciation of the stubbornness. I do persist on. Today, I do want to talk a bit about kind of the other side of the coin of that particular example, because it's not always right to listen to all advice. And I need to be very clear here what I mean by that. You do listen, and you should, especially if someone's giving the time to advise you on something, but you don't need to integrate everything. And if you try to integrate everything that everyone tells you, it's going to become a mess. And particularly one of the common results that I found happened for me was something called analysis paralysis. I would spend so long trying to find the best path, the right path and only path that oftentimes I would find no path at all. Now, this is episode in particular. I think applies very much so to people looking to take an entrepreneurial path. But frankly, this kind of thing happens all over the place, and I've seen it other aspects of my life as well. Um, the worst case is when you have multiple trusted advisors that uh, don't agree with each other, and if you haven't learned this yet, then it can be very easy to go back and forth and not really be sure what to do, become extremely indecisive and do nothing, which is a choice. It is doing something. Doing nothing is doing something. It's just usually not the right thing. Now, in particular, the way that I've come to terms with this is a couple of ways. The biggest thing is, you got to think for yourself. <laughs> I know that, that that's so crazy. Uh, you're receiving advice. You got to think for yourself, but you really do. It can become very easy to just let yourself be pulled around by people that have a lot more experience, but they're not in your shoes. If they were in your full-time job, maybe they'd do better than you, but they don't have the information you're working on. No one's living your life but you. You're the only one that can do that so give yourself some credit there's a reason why you choose to do things the way you do it may not always be a healthy reason it may always be the right reason but there is a reason and in particular when you have advisors you can only give them so much information you can only give them what is the almost outer fringe or the most outer fringe cuz even you don't understand you completely no one does understand themselves completely so how can you expect someone else who's only able to devote a very small amount of time to understand you better and understand your problems better understand where you need to go next better now that being said it is important to have good advisors in your life and have them contributing advice. You just need to synthesize that with what you know about the situation and really have a discourse with them. Don't just take the first person off the street that says you should do something and do it. Sometimes that's gonna play out right and honestly a lot of times better than nothing, but all the same, it's it's still not going to be the right solution. And even if it, and you're never going to find the right solution, but you could probably do better than just the first piece of advice you get. It was just something that took me a while to learn, honestly, and some time to like kind of grow into because it's, it's frankly not easy. When you have people that are megalists of industry or masters in their field telling you that things are a certain way, it can be very easy to just relent say, okay, yes. And sometimes that's the right thing to do. I mean, I talked about the emotional blind spots before because that's the other end of the spectrum and that's not really the right approach either. It causes its own problems. When you become so bullheaded that you can't see outside opinions, you're just going to run yourself into a wall. At the same time, when you're considering all opinions all of the time, you're going to use all of your energy on that and You're going to run yourself into a wall. It's really the right balance of knowing who you need advice from, what experience they really should have. Should they have been an active participant in what you're thinking of? Should they have been at least a witness or should they have just been a theory person? What do you really need? And what problem you're actually trying to solve, which is, I believe, a somewhat undervalued skill, is figuring out what the heck the problem you're trying to solve is. A lot of times people don't know. It's kind of like you can look at the business that I'm running right now. Uh, the Zenbud. Uh, again, I'll talk more about it in a later episode, but one of the things we're doing right now is we have our product. Now we're scaling, we're doing a pilot run and it's not easy, but we're getting there. It's it, we're scaling. What's our problem? Do we have a problem? Is it just time? I mean, it'd be great to have more channels. It'd be great to have more sales. It'd be great to have more money to funnel into industrial design because honestly it's could look a lot better. But are those problems, are those problems we need to solve? I mean, I talked a little bit about this on keeping the main thing, the main thing, um, because it's not necessarily true <laughs> you don't necessarily need to go to advice on all of these things. And a lot of times, again, you'll waste your energy on that. You have to choose the right things to get advice on at the right times for your strategic objectives. And one of those things tends to be developing what those strategic objectives are. It's kind of like with all life. If you don't live it purposely, you're not living at all, frankly. You're just reacting on a daily basis. Some people get really good at that, and so they're very skilled at reacting, but that's not living that's again reacting and it's not something I'm really here for personally I used to live that way and you don't fully escape that I mean there's always fires to put out that's just part of life I mean I'm sure you can think of three right now in yours but I mean like at some point it's just not it's gonna force you to lose sight If you don't elevate yourself from that, if you don't look beyond the fires to something that you want and that you're willing to work for, eventually everything's just going to seem pointless, frankly. Pointlessness ain't great. I've already talked about purpose before and why that's so important. I guess I'm kind of harping on the same note. Anyways, back to analysis paralysis. It's a very interesting state of being too because you constantly feel like you're working and you might be for very long periods of time, but you're not getting a lot done. You're just going between multiple opinions of people you trust and you're letting your time waste away. I mean, keeping focused on what's in front of you is an extremely valuable trait and will put you ahead of a lot of people, especially nowadays, because it's very hard to stay focused in this world. There's so many things vying for your attention. I mean, there's this podcast. There's probably what you're doing while listening to this podcast. There's three other things that you probably should be doing, but you're not doing because you're procrastinating by listening to this podcast and doing something else. And all these things split our focus it's it's the same thing with analysis paralysis it's the same thing with advice i would i'd call advice paralysis a very specific form of analysis paralysis is you're splitting your focus between these different pieces of advice which drains your energy it makes you feel exhausted which makes you feel like you're doing something when you're not really doing anything at all it's kind of like to bring it down to more physical terms It's kind of like saying, hey, I'm going to go to the gym. And then you think of all the different gyms you could go to and all the different clothing combinations you could use. And you go to all your top 10 gym friends and you ask them all, oh, what what should I do to go to the gym? Like, should I do this to go to the gym? Should I do this to go to the gym? And you spend all your time and energy theorizing about the gym. And then you're so tired by the end of it that you never end up going to the gym. That's ridiculous. But it happens all the time sometimes on smaller things sometimes on bigger things and some people struggle with this more than others of course but it's kind of ridiculous in a way this isn't how we should live this is not how we're meant to live it's just more what again i read this in a book recently um it's gonna take uh, the five move strategy book uh forget the exact name, but it's a really good one. Tactical hell is tactical hell. And that is tactical hell. In other words, it's, oh my gosh, I'm putting out fires all the time. And then you have actually making a strategy to get what you want. Do strategy, not tactics. Though there really is by definition, no difference in the words, not really. Feel free to correct me on that. But my point. Get advice when you really need it and get it for a reason. Don't just get advice because it's easy. And when you start getting advice because you stop trusting yourself, that gets even worse. It's very easy to do when you're young or it's very easy to do when you feel like an imposter in a certain scenario, but it's not gonna help. Sure, for a little bit, your decisions are justified by an external party, but they're not gonna really, (laughs) when things go to shit, they're not gonna be there my friend. And even if they are, they can't do all the thinking for you. You still have to do that for yourself. It's paradoxically the greatest freedom we have and the most exhausting freedom we have is choosing our own path. And you can't have someone else choose your path for you. Let me be clear. It it just doesn't work. You have to choose your path for yourself. Advice can help inform you on that path. But when it chooses the path for you, it it becomes a matter of waffling. It becomes a matter of moving nowhere, becoming still, becoming, in other words, what I consider true death. So keep moving. Use advice to propel you, not to stop you. Whatever you're doing, whether it's picking out a gym or deciding the fate of a company. Keep moving. Get advice, but keep moving. Well, that's about it for today's podcast. Again, my name is John Hacker, and this is Hacking Life with John Hacker. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a good rest of your day or morning or afternoon depending on when and where you're listening to this feel free to share with a friend or provide feedback we're always happy to see what you think peace out folks talk with you next time